What is up, guys? Welcome back to another quick video here on the Fantasy Fellowship channel. Hope you're all doing fantastic. We're going to be looking at the upcoming NFL free agents, specifically the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight ends, all the guys all the guys that we're going to you know, care about for fantasy football. So let's just get right into a screen share here, and we'll kind of go by position by position if you guys want to click through on the bottom of the video. That's cool too. But I do have a, a link in the description that gets you guys access to what we're looking at in the video today. And uh, I want to just note some important dates coming up. It is uh, it's February 14th. So happy Valentine's Day to everybody. Hope you're uh, enjoying the day and the evening. Uh, but 2024 free agency, it's one of the next big things to happen. And it's going to set the dominoes for draft and all that good stuff coming up. So it's a huge part of the offseason February 20th is an important date. Beginning on this date, New York time on March 5th, clubs may designate franchise or transition players. So we'll get some tags and we'll get some transition tags in there. And then we have the NFL Combine 27th through March 4th. Going to get a lot of information on the incoming rookie class there. And then we got the deadline on March 5th for the franchise and transition tag. So, you know, next week we'll get some franchise tag news. March 5th, got to get those franchise tags and those transition tags locked in. And then the next important date is March 11th through the 13th. During the period, whatever, whatever, clubs are permitted to contact and enter into contract negotiations with certified agents of players who will become unrestricted free agents upon the expiration of their contracts. So March 11th to 13th, that's when we're going to start getting all those, you know, um, agreement notifications. So excited for that. And then March 13th, the league year officially begins. So we got that out of the way. Let's get right into the quarterback position. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit the max here on this. The quarterback market is not great overall. There will be one player that everyone's going to be watching for, and that is Kirk Cousins. Um, so the chart, it shows age, where they played, and I don't have the, the two filled out yet. We'll get that you know filled out as we update. Uh, and then I do have their current average per year made last year, and that's kind of what the chart is filtered by. So Kirk Cousins is the big wig. Don't know if he's going to go back to Minnesota. He seems not sure what's going to happen. I would probably assume that he's going to, to Minnesota, but you might have some teams trying to pursue him, whether it's the Falcons, the Patriots. You know, there might be some other suitors in there. But uh, And then the value over here on the far right, that shows uh, – And I use Track to collect all this data, and they put a market value at what they think each player is going to make. Not everybody had a market value in there, so that's why some are blank. But $39.3 million is the estimate, so somewhere in that range for Kirk Cousin. Uh, and he's coming off a, a, an Achilles tear. As a quarterback, especially a pocket passer, it's not going to be that bad of an injury for him to come back from. So I expect him to play, expect him to get a two, three-year deal, and uh, hopefully get his final contract locked in. And then everybody else is just, you know, kind of backup material, except for Baker Mayfield down here. Uh, he only made four point, he made four million last year at Tampa Bay, and they are projecting his value to be two point seven one million. So if I filter this, um, hmm, I have to get a better filter on that. Uh, but anyways. Yeah, let me. I should probably get this filter updated for you guys. But uh, for the most part, you're looking at a lot of guys that are just going to be backups. You know, Josh Dobbs, Gardner Minshew maybe could get some money to be a nice backup. Jake Browning should resign with um, the Cincinnati Bengals. Ryan Tannehill is going to get backup money. We mentioned Kirk Cousins. You have Tarod Taylor, who's probably going to get backup money. Baker Mayfield, we expect him to stay with Tampa Bay. Maybe someone takes a shot at Jameis Winston as a backup. I don't know if he stays in New Orleans. Jacoby Brissett could get a backup um, contract here. Mariota, Trubisky, these guys are barely backups. I think Drew Locke has a chance to get some good backup money. Maybe even Sam Darnold. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater, 
maybe uh, Tyler Huntley, Joe Flacco, maybe he's back with the Browns. I don't know as the backup and then maybe Carson Wentz, but you have a lot of guys here and they're all, you know, older than 26 years old, ranging up to 39 years old. So overall, not a great QB market, but Hey, uh, I do think that uh, you're going to see some guys get paid Kirk Baker Mayfield, maybe one more surprise guy in there, but we shall see. Let's move on to the running back position, which I'm actually pretty excited about. There's some big names in this running back market. And starting with Derrick Henry here, he made $12.5 million last year. His estimated value is going to be about a $10.3 million contract. Probably not returning to Tennessee. I, I've seen reports of him being linked to the Baltimore Ravens. We'll see where he ends up. But I, I would imagine he's going to hit his double digits uh, on a yearly uh, contract. And uh, probably got one or two years left in him. But, you know, you got to pay for uh, a lot of mileage and wear and tear there with Derrick Henry. So we'll see. Uh, I do like Josh Jacobs, though. He's only 26 years old. Don't know if the Raiders are going to pay him. Um, so he could be probably the most exciting. I think he's the most exciting running back on this list. He only made just under $12 million last year. $10.6 million is his, uh, is his slotted money. So we'll see if he can get that. It's going to be the, probably the most sought after running back. And I think if there's anyone to get paid, it's probably him. Tony Pollard, he regressed last year. It was also his first year coming off of an injury. That foot injury, he only made it. Uh, he he was franchise tagged last year, so Dallas will have to figure that out. Uh, but only six point five million in market value for him in his contract coming into this year. So that kind of to me says, hey, we don't view him as a bell cow back. He's more of a one B type back player. Saquon Barkley still a one A player, only twenty seven years old. He got franchise tagged last year, made the ten point zero nine whatever million, uh, and he's actually slotted as the third highest back on this list, $9.9 million salary coming roughly for Saquon Barkley. Don't know if he's going to return to the giants, but we'll see. I'm sure they're going to have to throw some money at him, but Hey, that Daniel Jones contract looking uh, a little bad right now. Austin Eckler, 28 and a half years old, only made 6 million last year. Expected to make a little bit more in 2024, 7.4 million. Cordero Patterson, whatever. He made a lot of money last year, though. Gus Edwards, maybe the Ravens bring him back on a cheap deal. Ezekiel Elliott can still play and still be useful. So, you know, $2.7 million contract, not too bad. Devin Singletary, though, he's expected to double up his contract from last year. So upwards in the five mid-fives. For a contract, maybe he returns to Houston. We'll see if they pay him. And then Clyde Edwards-Alaire, remember? Oh, my God. Remember when he was a 101 in Dynasty picks? Uh, keeping it moving down the list. So there's some guys that didn't make a lot of money last year that are good running backs, like DeAndre Swift. Does Philadelphia come back for him? He's only 25 years old. Still has, you know, three, four years of good football left. And uh, I'm excited to see where he winds up. Deonta Foreman can be of use. Boston Scott, not so much. Damian Harris coming off a bad injury. Same thing with Cam Akers and J.K. Dobbins. Don't know if these guys are going to get anybody uh, to pay for their injuries. Kareem Hunt's on the list. Rashad Penny's on the list. A.J. Dillon, interesting. I don't think he's going to come back to Green Bay. He's only just a skosh under 26 years old, uh, but he could make some backup money. McKinnon, Murray, some old guys. Kind of excited about Antonio Gibson. He's 25 and a half years old. He should be a useful piece for somewhere. Man, if he signs with the Chiefs or something stupid like that, um, you know, he's got a lot of good football ahead of him yet. And I don't, I just don't think the, the commanders used him properly. They let him loose for the first year or two, uh, but really reeled him in, uh, unfortunately. And then Zach Moss, he's shown some bright spots for the Colts last year. Craig Reynolds and Rico Dowdle here. So not a lot of firepower at the bottom, but hey, I like Gibson uh, as a kind of 1B back. I like Dylan. And uh, definitely the guys up here like DeAndre Swift, Singletary, 
And then the big wigs up here, Eckler, Barkley, Pollard, Jacobs, and Henry. So kind of a, a decent RB market. We're not going to get paid, but it's a good list of players to keep an eye on. Uh, moving on to the wide receivers, not the best market for wide receivers. These are the top 10 receivers uh, based on last year's current uh, you know, average per year. Mike Evans, does he go back to Tampa Bay? The market value on him is tw almost $24 million for 2024. So we'll see if Tampa Bay, you know, doles out of the big contract for him. But I know he wants to retire as a Buccaneer. They should give him uh, a good bag in style here. Don't know what's going on with Odell Beckham, but they're giving him an $11.9 million value market. I like Curtis Samuel. He's only 27 and a half. Still has two, three years left of some decent football. His target is about $11.5 million. He might be an interesting free agent for a two- or three-year deal. Maybe Tyler Boyd goes back to Cincinnati, but they uh, will talk about their other player that they have coming up. Cedric Wilson, whatever. Kendrick Bourne, he had a, a bad injury, but he was playing pretty well. Maybe he goes back to New England. DJ Chark was just a one-year deal in Carolina, and he's looking to double his value. He only made $5 million last year, and he played well enough, you know, through missed a couple games, but he, he earned, you know, a double-digit contract that looks like Paris Campbell, whatever, maybe Miko Hardman goes back to Kansas City and Braxton Berrios, whatever. Um, Nelson Aguilar's on the list. Josh Reynolds, maybe he goes back to Detroit. I'm assuming Randall Cobb might retire. We'll see. And then we get to some good names here. Marquise Brown only made about $3 million last year. He's expected to make about $15 million per year. Don't think he's going to go back to Arizona. Um, We'll see where he goes, but he's a big name, still pretty young, under 27 years old. Calvin Ridley, another big name here, 29.1 years old. Didn't make a lot of money last year. He's expected to make $17 million. That's among the most in this uh, wide receiver free agency class here. Don't know if he's going to go back to Jacksonville. We'll see. Uh, Noah Brown showed some moments last year. Mac Hollins, whatever. Uh, but then we get to the big names here. T. Higgins. And Michael Pittman Jr., both early second-round picks back a few years ago, I think in the 2020 draft. Don't know what Cincinnati's going to do with this. They should keep Higgins together with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. I don't know if they have the money to do it since they just paid uh, Burrow. They're going to have to pay Jamar Chase as well. Maybe we see T. Higgins in a new uniform. He's expected to make about $18.6 million per year. And then Michael Pittman Jr., he surprised me with that age. He's 26.3 years old. Don't know if Indianapolis is going to pay him. $22.7 million is his market value to be your alpha receiver. So we'll see where those two studs go. Otherwise, you got some bottom of the barrel guys here. Chase Claypool, Van Jefferson, Nick Westbrook, Akina, Olamide Zacchaeus, Richie James. And then maybe your team could use a guy like Devin DuVernay in the return game. I just want to see if there's any more names on this list. Um, some better names down here. Gabriel Davis. Dude didn't even make a million bucks last year, but he's expected to, to get about 13 and a half million on the market. I like Jawan Jennings. I like Darnell Mooney. These guys are pretty decent. Mooney's actually projected a little over 10 million. We'll see if he stays in Chicago. And then KJ Osborne, Peoples-Jones, and Rashid Shahid. So you're going to get some, some decent contracts out of these guys down here. Overall, it's a decent wide receiver class. You have a lot of guys in that uh, that 25, 26 range, uh, as well as some guys you know near the 30. So it's a fun little wide receiver group. We'll see what happens. And then we'll finish the video here with tight ends. It's a bad year for tight ends. Not a really deep class here. I'm just going to open it up and see how many names I got on the list. Hunter Henry turning 30 this year. He's expected seven and a half million. Don't know if he goes back to New England. Dalton Schultz is probably the one guy that is going to get paid. He's got a, a market value of $11.3 million. Don't know if he goes back to Houston. It was kind of a one-year prove-it deal. I believe he, um, yeah, he, he's had some good seasons. He should be able to get, you know, 10, $12 million per year. Just depends if he wants to stay with Houston or not. And then Gerald Everett, you know, he, he's serviceable, made $6 million last year with the Chargers. 
expected to make $8.6 million this year. And then you just get this list here. Jasicki, Noah Fant, still pretty young. I, I don't think I hate paying him uh, on a two, three-year deal. Hooper's over the hill. Tanya Jr., Mercedes Lewis, Herb Smith, not really happening. Maybe Jimmy Graham comes back. I don't know. Drew Sample, Josiah DeGuara, Adam Troutman. Harrison Bryant's a decent, you know, number two tight end. Uh, Tanner Hudson, Charlie Warner, Albert Oquagbanam. Ugly list of tight ends, so not much excitement here. But I would say the running back and receiver market actually looks pretty fun. So uh, once we get uh, some of these big spendings down, uh, we'll be able to kind of fill in some of the holes and uh, we'll get some more info, I guess, with the rookie class coming in here too. So I like to say that free agency kind of tips the hand for what a team thinks about the draft. If they're signing receivers and running backs and things like that, they want to get players in now and, and win some games and maybe look elsewhere in the draft. So we'll get some answers there. And uh, yeah, I'm just excited about it. So in my process right now, I'll be putting out more dynasty content uh, along the way here in February and into March. I also want to, um, I'm starting my projections document. I'm getting the kind of the, the foundation and the bones and the structure put together in place in here. I don't actually start projecting though until the NFL draft here because I'm not going to waste my time making projections and then getting these rookies and their landing spots in here. So I'm uh, starting the framework, getting all that put together. And uh, yeah, thank you guys for hanging out. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe if you are new, and we'll see you guys in the next video. Peace.